Hi, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile. I am on my second ever Zoom interview with Ron from Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Hello, fellow Floridian. How are things? Doing good. Thank you. I'm honored to be the second guest. You know, they say Talladega Nights, if you ain't first, you're last, but that's not true. They're second, third, fourth, fifth, you know? <laughs> exactly correct. Now, where are you uh, Zooming us from? I'm zooming you a lot right here from San Bernardino, California. My right uh, three of my members uh, still live in Florida and have the whole time. Um, three of the band members, so the bulk mm -hmm. of the band. The other two guys, which is me, uh, Ronnie, and our drummer slash mixer, uh, John Espy. He lives in uh, Los Angeles, and I live in San Bernardino. Okay. Long way from where you started in Florida almost. Well, you were in school in 2001 when this all started, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we... Technically, you know, yo, I'm, wow, you really know your stuff. Really, the, <laughs> Well, first, the under, yeah. 2003 the under, was the official formation, but you guys official. were, yeah. Right. 2001, I was a senior, and we had music theory class, me and a guy named Duke, um, who was one of the uh, original guitar players. Right. And, uh, you know, he had, he had a bunch of other bands, and I had a bunch of other bands. So, like, we never really... That's why it wasn't official. We would, but him and I were really good friends, and we would play each other's songs from our bands. He had a band called Fake Leaf Alibi, and I had a band called Dishonest, and they weren't really similar at all. And just over years of us always showing each other riffs, and we started to kind of like work on something that wasn't for Fig Leaf or for Dishonest, um, which eventually that officially became the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. But yeah, it was just you know it's this this bunch of friends who knew studying music theory. Right. Um, you know, most of those guys, the original members, left uh, before we even played our first show, because we were just <laughs> friends. There was no rules; like you didn't have to. There was no dictatorship. You know, right. um, we were just dudes who jammed in a band. So we're just a rare, rare band who's a you know original lineup. Never even played a show. So since then, all the way till today, it's just been me bringing my friends along um, for a couple of years at a time. Right on, and look where we are now, seventeen years later. <laughs> Here we are, 17 years <laughs> later, in quarantine. Well, I'm still in quarantine. I'm right. still being safe. I don't know about you guys, but I'm still being safe. I'm still being pretty safe. I mean, I've got to go out there for food and a few other things. But, yeah, I'm tending to stay away from people for a little bit longer, I think, until it's safe. Absolutely. I mean, um, I'm glad to hear that, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I'm, we'll get our food and what we need. But all the recreational activities have been done at our home. And the cool thing is, is we've been – kicking butt on like fixing our house up you know we've redone the kitchen i did the <laughs> redid the backyard like a lot of things that when you're touring all the time when you're flying out to shows i mean i flew so much last year i was they upgraded me to executive platinum on american airlines and wow that's weird to me like I, <laughs> i'm economy only you know what I mean? to the death any 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 punk rock band will tell you get used to flying economy but right. now i'm getting upgraded to first class because i flew so much and now fast forward 2020 i've been on a single plane flight since february and it's been nice to just reconnect with the family um and um that part of it's been nice you know there's a lot of negatives but that part's been nice i have to express gratitude for that i gotta say there is a silver lining to this whole experience that uh you know we're reconnecting with the simpler things being at home family neighbor you know that kind of thing and it, it's good i think that part of it anyway <laughs> yeah i mean my experience is that it's been good you know obviously but we've just been really staying home the whole time the whole time other than when we absolutely needed groceries right 
So, you know, everybody's got their own fight to fight, you know, and what they believe. But all I got to say is I'm not sick. <laughs> Same here. Right on. Well, we've been playing the new song, Brace Yourself, since April. Congratulations, man. I think this is uh, an evolution in your sound, shall we say. But let's talk about the synergy. You wrote this long before current events, and it's a pretty topical song. Thank you. Um, and especially if you watch the lyric video, because obviously we made that after the virus was already, you know, infecting the planet. Right. Um, but when we're sitting there listening, you know, we had all these songs recorded last year, I think December, our drummer, John, I produced the EP and, and our drummer, John mixed it. So that's the first big production change. Um, we've been using um, one guy to mix our records for a really, really long time. And he's amazing. We love him. He's done so much stuff from us from the very beginning named Paul Lipinski. Mm -hmm. And but event, you know, here we are 17 years later and my I have a drummer who's been with me like five years now uh, And he's like, dude, I'm actually really good at mixing. And I'm like, eh, come on, man Like, <laughs> you know, like, of course, everybody's gonna say that, you know, sure. I mean? but then he started mixing other bands One of which that we brought out on tour called rivals who, who's a pretty awesome band from California And I really liked his mix and he's just been asking me and asking me and asking me for so long He would not let it go so I finally let him do a test drive on a song called Land Down Under, which is a cover song by Men at Work. Right. That was the first test to see. I told him, all right, I'm going to give you one and, you know, let's see what you can do. And I really liked how that song came out. So if you hear that song, you'll notice right after we recorded that, we jumped into the emergency EP production. So that's basically me as producer and our drummer mixing. That's what you're hearing. That That's the different tweak that we made. Oh, wow. Well, it turned out really well. Very true. <laughs> Thank you. And I think so too. And I, I just like it when people notice it because, you know, this EP does sound different than sonically. As, as a huge fan of all types of music, and as we talked about before we started recording, I've got a couple of radio stations and I, I listen to now putting internet radio stations on eight years ago exposed me to music from all over the world because here in America, we're a little bit isolated. Unless, unless it gets a major push from a label, we don't hear things from other countries. And I just like hearing bands, you know, from anywhere. I mean, you guys started in Florida, but uh, you're an American band and you're doing your own thing and you're making music that makes you happy and you're growing and you're evolving as a band. That's got to feel great. It does. Thank you. And, you know, like I said, we did kind of do one thing for a long time and now, um, now we are having fun. I do think if you listen to this EP, you can tell we're having a good time and enjoying each other as musicians. And I think it shines through on the sound. Well, the new song already has about 3 million views on YouTube. To say that you have a fan base is, is an understatement. But the fact that they seem to be accepting this, this is, I don't want to say heavier, but it's a more mature sound. It's a, it's a more, it's an edgier sound. It's a little more complicated sound. Yeah, it's definitely all of those things. I think it's edgier. I think it's more complicated. I think those are definitely accurate um, terms as far as like describing it, but also if you really want to dive deep, it's a little bit more like our very, very, very first sound, which was very kind of like experimental mm -hmm. and fearless. And after Don't You Fake It became such a huge record and meant so much to so many people, like right. it became really tough to try to replicate that. And um, you can't replicate like a miracle. You know what I mean? Right. Like We just did it right on, you know what I mean? So like, and everything and all the people that helped along the way that got that album to go where it went. So like, of course, everybody expects you to do that 
over and over and over again. But, you know, if it was a miracle, then you can't do that. It wasn't some streamlined process that gave us that record. So we're finally back to the place now to when we're writing and we're recording, we, we can just be ourselves. And we, we've luckily that album is, you know, 15 years old next year. So it's, it's finally considered a classic album. So people That's are right. accepting our, our new sound. So this new song, you're uh, giving away what? 50% of the proceeds. Right. If they buy it on iTunes, we compartmentalized mm -hmm. a few different campaigns. You know, we've been uh, raising funds for various different foundations. Since I was looking yeah, up th yeah. throughout your career. You have helped That's, with yeah. schools. You have helped with yeah. drives. You have helped, you know. Yeah. I mean, basically, we're the band that wouldn't say no before there were bands doing that, honestly. Right. Um, there's a lot of bands who have been like political, like Rage Against the Machine, and they, they killed it, bringing the message to the people. And like, I respect all those guys. But I didn't see any bands in our scene. Remember, this is 2006. Right. Um, standing up for like, you know, social causes that really mattered at the time. And obviously, when you lead with a song like Face Down, you know that that song is really important to me because, you know, it's something I experienced as a young man growing up in my household. So mm -hmm. um, I had to lead with that one just in case nobody ever heard another song. So from our very first single all the way till now, we've been partnered with various different charities and various different causes all the way up until today. Um, if you buy the song on iTunes, 50% of it goes straight to the COVID relief fund. However, we haven't got our first check yet. It takes a long time oh, yeah. for that to come in. But if anybody's watching this and they did buy it, thank you so much. The album actually did chart on iTunes, even though we did not boost the link. We boosted the, um, when you say boost, that just means promote. Right. Um, so that's a for those who haven't mean, bought Facebook advertising. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that just means promote. You, you you pay. You click the button, and now all of a sudden you're promoting. Right. Um, but I get used to saying boost. Um, so you know, we just really drew all of our traffic to the lyric video, mm -hmm. but still the song charted on iTunes. So that showed me, and it it top, charted top 100 without the band even pushing it. So That's I know awesome. a good amount of money was raised, and I'm I'm proud of our fans because it was something that we just gave them the option for. We're like, hey, if this is important to you buy it on iTunes instead of, you know, using Apple Music or Spotify. And a lot of people did, and that was pretty cool to see. It was a test. I was discussing uh, lately with a few friends that things are changing a little bit during this COVID, and some things are more interesting. Um, take, for example, home video, album sales, streaming is up. You know, uh, maybe people will start buying music and not streaming it so much anymore. <laughs> I mean, you know? I don't know. You know, like we are pro stream um, back in 2014. We got made fun of by like some huge, huge press outlets because I made a statement that said it's the Wild West right now. Right. Remember, this is five years ago. So the RIAA and all of the data holders hadn't really kicked in yet. Mm -hmm. And people were just stealing music like crazy. So what we were trying to say was, hey, guys, music is free. It's already free. Whether you realize it or not, if you're a band like ours, if you've seen the numbers of how many millions and millions of illegal downloads there were, of course, we didn't come after any of those people. Right. We thought it was cool that they wanted our music. And so what we did is for the next six years, we put our entire discography up on our dot com for free. So if you're going to if you were going to steal it, we wanted you to steal the real masters, the, the right. real mix. That sounded you know? good. So, <laughs> yeah. So we took a stance on that. But. Um, we always, always drew everyone to the free streaming sites, you know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. They all have a version. Most of them have a version that you can use for free. And we still get paid from that. So we've been pro-streaming from the beginning. Um, as far as people buying music, I just don't think 
that's personally ever really going to happen again unless you try to do something like we did with pair it with a charity or um physical products still people dig albums you know what yeah. i mean so or special editions or whatever yeah people dig special editions and albums i personally still buy them so i have a lot of faith in that you know there's ways to get physical products still i agree and like I said, I think we're seeing a change. I know that when I order a movie for Best Buy, I'm not the only guy there in the uh, in the curbside pickup line with a mask on hoping to get a movie for the weekend, you know? So I would like to see Best Buy start carrying music again. They carry a little bit of vinyl, but, you know, when they stopped carrying CDs, that was almost like a sign. It was like, no, 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 no. We need to go the other way. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to because no. then I saw a bunch of stuff where um, all the major car manufacturers are taking CD players out of the cars permanently yeah. so you know sometimes there's a paradigm shift and you know we have shifted to you know the mp3 or whatever you want to call it the dot wave mm -hmm. form of sound um but that's why i always tell people hey if that's your thing just get into vinyl you know what i mean because it stood the test of time i i believe it will forever so yeah. you can you can you can stream it on your phone for free but if you buy the vinyl from a band you're always really supporting the band hopefully anybody watching knows that and you know we will have a vinyl press for the uh for the emergency EP soon. So you've had some time, we, we discussed during this downtime, you've had time to work on the house and paint some things and clean some things up. What about plans for the band? I don't want you to give it away any secrets or anything, but we've, we've, I'm sure there's been things percolating in the head there. Yeah, well, we have two um, campaigns going right now. One is the iTunes uh, COVID relief fund. That's one. They're both charity oriented. The other one is we're filming an official music video for Brace Yourself, and we're using all African-American actors, which we've never done before, which we thought would be kind of cool because yeah. um, when, you know, all this came about and, you know, everybody's doing a little bit of self-reflection, well, could I have done this better, that better? And we have actually had African-Americans in some of our videos before. I'm not going to call them out specifically because um, to me that just sounds like I'm trying to promote one of our songs, but if you look you will see them in some of our videos. We've also had Native Americans in our videos. Um, there's a couple of those in our band, and one of our guys is Jewish, and one of our guys is from Puerto Rico. So, like, we definitely think racial <laughs> equality is important, um, and we always have. Um, so we're making a video uh, for the first time, and that's going to be really cool when that comes out. So that's the second part of the charity. So the cool thing about Brace Yourself is it's being used for good all around. You know, if you download it on iTunes, it's half of it's going to COVID. If you watch the new official video when it comes out, we're linking all the royalties that come in for the views, which we've never done before. And I've never seen an artist do this before permanently to one or two of the foundations that we choose, which we haven't chose yet. Right. Um, that are, you know, with the BLM movement, but we want to make sure it's the right one because there's a lot of them out there. Mm -hmm. There's just so many who are saying, hey, donate to me. Hey, donate to me. And we're honestly a little confused about it. So we're really taking it slow. Um, luckily, you know, we're still making it, so we're not ready to make that decision yet, but we're going to donate that money to a charity that we think best represents us aligned with them as well. So it's kind of cool. It's like this song is really just doing a lot of good so far. Brace yourself. And, I, you know, that's always what we try to do. Some songs we put out have no charity aspect whatsoever and no um, direction when it comes to that. And that would a good example of that would be our first single called A Long Time Ago and A Galaxy Called LA, which is literally just a love song that I wrote for my wife. You know, so some, <laughs> we're not necessarily as pushy at, with every song. But, but you where know, it fits. Right. We try to choose one or two on every release that we can link into charity. That way it's something that we've always attached to. That's great. I think it's wonderful that you do that with your art, man. I'm impressed. 
Thank you. <laughs> well, hopefully this is getting the word out. We'll post some links when I get this uploaded and all that. Um, what do you like to do for fun when you're not you uh, know, doing these interviews and recording music and on the road? Yeah, well, I'm a full-time dad, part-time rocker, even though it's um, not even really part-time rocker these days. It's, <laughs> it's more like, uh, you know, I'm an online rocker, I guess. Right. <laughs> you know, like you said, I've been doing a lot of live streams, having awesome success with that. Um, right. You know, we're, get, we're getting, like, so many cool um, people all over the world who are watching them, and I've been keeping it pretty regular. Um, I've only missed one or two weeks the entire time this has uh, been going. So I've been streaming every week for the fans, trying to keep the morale up. And mm -hmm. I talk a lot about just staying positive and staying safe and, you know, not letting all the drama go to your head, no matter what side you're on. You know, I believe that level heads will prevail in the end and they always do. Yeah. Um, but to also be heard, you know, if you feel like there's something you need to say, go ahead and say it, but try your best to do it in a respectful manner. Cause at right. the end of the day, you know, when you remove all of this skin and hair, um, we we'll have the same skeletons underneath, you know, mm -hmm. we really are the same no matter what anybody tries to say. So just trying to be a, the one level head in the room as hard as I can. You know, it's tough right now. <laughs> hey, it's, yeah, tougher these days than normal, but I, I agree with you, man. Level heads, moderate, you know, being in the middle of the road is a good place to be. Yeah. But at Especially least when, when people are just hijacked emotionally, you know, because there's a lot of sensitive, serious stuff going around. But at the sure. same time, I'm like, guys, there's still a virus out there. So please, you know, like, <laughs> you know. Somebody actually does care about your health. It's me. Be careful. You know what I mean? Right. You don't want to spread anything. You don't want to get anybody else sick. That's right. Dude, I'm really impressed with the new song. We've been banging it since April. I think you're you're up to number thirty on our top fifty. So we'll we'll keep you know the requests keep coming in. We'll get it up there. Thank you so much. And um, if there's any way our fans can help get it up, if if uh, please give them instructions because what's awesome about my fans is they listen and they participate <laughs> and all the way from the Philippines to Japan to Australia. Um, and that's what's cool about being online, you know, because like, yeah. let's, let's say we, this was a Texas radio station and, you know, I'm really, and, and you're playing my song and I'm appreciative and I'm trying to get people to call in. The problem is, is anytime we would engage our fan base, we get people from California and Florida calling in and right. the program directors are like, mm, this doesn't really count. You we know, want locals, right. You know, but like what's cool about online is like, we're all local. Mm -hmm. We're all together. You know what I mean? Like everybody matters. So that's if that's not equality and inclusion, then I don't know what is. And that's just coming from a radio standpoint. You know, totally. Well, yes, and everybody can go to rockfileradio.com. You just click a button. You can make a request right there. Simple. You heard it, rockfileradio.com. Make sure you request. Brace yourself. <laughs> well, I'm saving that as an ID. Please do. <laughs> well, Ron, it's been a pleasure talking to you today, man. I hope I hope things uh, you know clear up enough that you can get back out on the road in the near future. Me too. We do have some dates that are still tentative. I did notice that Coachella just officially pulled the plug, and you know it's not looking good. But at the same point in time, I do actually care about the fans who come to our show. So we're going to listen to the local authorities. We're not going to be the first band to run out there and get a bunch of people sick but right. um the minute that we are allowed and that it's safe there's a bunch of pending stuff you know on the down low all of my touring buddies and agents there's a lot of unannounced tours right now that, that for the back end of 2020 that at any moment could be boom uh and everyone will be really excited but we don't know you know this is an interesting time we don't right. know what's going to happen so like you said, um, we'll hope for the best. And if that's the case, you're going to see a bunch of bands like mine announce a bunch of shows and it's going to be a killer 
end of 2020. I think it'll make up for the first half for sure because everybody's fired up about shows again, which is just awesome. Because I miss concerts. Learned, right? We've learned as a community how important they are. You know, we have. Like, all you got to do is take something away from somebody and all of a sudden they realize how much they need it. You know what I mean? So we're happy that people have still supported us. Thanks for, you know, tuning into this interview or anything else. And, uh, you know, I hope you're right. I hope it does get better. But either way, one day it will. We well, all do believe that. There's a great meme be, going you know, around. Right. But there's a great meme going around that says, you know, remember when this virus happened, you didn't, you know, you didn't look to the politicians for help. You watched movies, you listened to music, you watched, you watched art, you know, you listened to art. Oh, it's the, it's the artist who kept you going through this. It wasn't anything else. And I'm like, yeah, art was really worth money during all of this because listening to music has always got me through the hard times. Man, that's so true. I haven't seen that meme yet, but feel free to shoot it to Ed, and I'll, I'd like—I'd love to see it. I'll um, send it but, to you. I mean, that's what me and my family did. We just kicked back and we, we leaned on the art, you know. And we have been watching more movies as a family instead of just watching our own shows on our phones. Right. And um, you know, I agree. The art has—I mean, man, think about how much more depressed people would be if they didn't have something like that. They didn't have new music to listen to and new movies to watch. I—that would be a world I don't think I want to be in very long. I mean, Disney Plus released Star the new Star Wars early, and I was just doing a backflip in my living room. <laughs> Straight backflip. Star Wars to watch. I'm you ready know? for the next season of The Mandalorian. Me too. I can't <laughs> wait. Ron, it was a total pleasure talking to you today, man. Good luck Likewise. with the new EP. When we get back out on the road, I'll come meet you. We'll shake hands. We'll do a live interview face-to-face. -face. It'll be a little easier that way. Sounds great, man. Thanks for your time. And I really appreciate you supporting the song. And anybody else out there who cares, thank you guys. We love you guys. Thank you. Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Catch them on the road when you can. Go to iTunes and download the song right now. You'll be helping some people out. Thanks, Ron. Bye-bye.